the next term we want to discuss is laya, which people often translate as rhythm. So tell us what is laya and why it's not rhythm. Here we will go backwards. Okay. First we will see what rhythm is. Okay. So uh, again going by uh, Harvard Dictionary of Music, that's where I've taken most of the definitions from. The word rhythm appears on two semantic levels. In the widest sense, it is set beside the terms melody and harmony. And in a very general sense, rhythm covers all aspects of musical movement as ordered in time, as opposed to aspects of musical sound conceived as pitch and timber. In the narrower and more specific sense, rhythm shares a lexical field with meter and tempo. Rhythm in that specific sense denotes a patterned configuration of attacks that may or may not be constrained overall by a meter or associated with a particular tempo. This is the definition. And another book uh, says, rhythm can be defined as a particular arrangement of note lengths in a piece of music, sometimes matching the beat, sometimes not. So from this, it is uh, very clear that rhythm, rhythm is very gross. So it, it can be associated with a meter, it need not be associated with a meter, it may have a tempo, it may not have a tempo. So it is just simply keeping to a beat and for which there need not be any logical explanation. And in the context of a musical notation, as the second definition says, how long a musical uh, uh, note has to be sung or played is indicated by the rhythm. Uh, maybe the rhythm can, you can say it is an equivalent to the matra in our tradition. We say matra, one matra, two matras, so that is the unit of time. So how long a particular note has to be stretched is rhythm, which um, for which there need not be any uh, uh, logic, there need not be any system, there need not be any overall tempo, meter, nothing. It is just that. So it is very basic or gross. Next we will see what is thala. In our system there is something called as thala. Raga and thala go hand in hand. Thala is rhythm which is well defined and represented in the form of cycles called avartas comprising specific number of beats or aksharas. Thala is also rhythm but it is well defined rhythm meaning it is represented by cycles of specific number of beats. Now for example the most basic uh, thala in uh, Carnatic music is the Adi Thala which is a cycle of 8 beats. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 is Aditala. This is rhythm, basically rhythm. But it is represented in the form of cycles of specific number of beats. So the cycle keeps repeating. So in every cycle, I will have only 8 beats. It does, it's not that in one cycle I will have 7, in another cycle I will have 9. No. Number of beats in a cycle of Aditala, in one cycle of Aditala, is fixed at 8. Another Tala, if I take an example of Rupaka Tala, it is a uh, three beat uh, cycle. One, two, three. One, two, three. So even if I put the same Tala, even if, the put, if I put these cycles a hundred times, it is going to be three only. So it is rhythm which is well defined and represented in the form of uh, cycles, specific number of Aksharas. And here again, there is that philosophical dimension. Uh, which you know, Indian music never uh, goes away from that. Takara Shankara Prokto Lakara Shakti Uchate Shiva Shakti Samayogat Tala Ityabhidiyate. So, just like how Nada is combination of Na and Da, this is a combination, Tala is a combination of Ta and La. 
So, Takara stands for Shiva, uh, Lakara stands for Shakti. So, Shiva Shakti coming together is represented as Tala. And um, unlike Western music, um, you know, the, the rhythmic structures there are very simple, very basic. And especially uh, in Carnatic music, even, uh, uh, you know, more than Hindustani music, in Carnatic music, the complexity and the variety of talas that we have is something mind-blowing. It, it doesn't have a parallel. There is no comparison to the South Indian tala system, uh, you know, anywhere in the world. You know, so many varieties, so much of complexity, so much, so, so many possibilities, so much of intricate nuances that you can bring out of it, so much of an intellectual exercise uh, that involves and uh, so much of your musicianship you can bring out of, the, out of the rhythmic aspect, the tala aspect. Now there is the third term which is laya. Laya uh, is uh, you know, going by the root of the word, it is derived from li shleshane dhatu, which means to merge with or be absorbed in. So uh, laya uh, is a highly subtle concept. You know, I just think there is nothing even similar to that in the western. There is nothing even similar to that. No, nothing similar to that. I mean, Tal people often equate with rhythm, which you've shown the difference. Yes. But Laya, I think uh, it would be kind of strange to even think of something. Think of something, yes, yes. And uh, Laya, you know, it's just like Raga. How I said Raga is very abstract and intangible. Laya is also abstract. It is like a formless form. And um, Laya can, um, you know, exist uh, without Tala or rhythm. But tala or rhythm cannot exist without laya. So when you're when you are referring to rhythm in the Western sense, or you are referring to tala in the Indian sense, both of those need the basis of laya. But laya as such is independent. It does not need tala. It does not need rhythm. That's the reason even a musical form like raga alapana. You know we say alap. Alap is unbound. It is anibadha. Right. It doesn't have a tala. It's, it doesn't have a rhythmic accompaniment. You don't, you don't have a mridangam or tabla playing, playing with you when you are doing the alap. It is freestyle ex exploration of the raga. So even in raga alapana, there is a laya, embedded laya. If I have to demonstrate, there is a raga called athana in uh, Carnatic music. Tama is a standard phrase of that raga. Maparisa it comes in a particular, you know, you can call it a tempo or a measure. Sanini sani sara that has to come faster. I cannot alter the speeds here. I cannot do Maparisa, I cannot do that. That will be disturbing the laya of Athana Raga. So every raga has its inherent laya, and even without the tala being employed, you have to understand the laya of the raga in order to bring out the raga in its true form. How does it relate with mood? Yeah, mood, uh, this goes with hand in hand with melody. That's the speciality again. You know, going by the Western definition, both melody and rhythm, when they define, they say melody is opposed to rhythm. When they define rhythm, they say rhythm is opposed to melody. But here, the raga aspect, the melodic aspect and the laya aspect go hand in hand and that the variation of those speeds, the subtle uh, nuances and those variations create distinct moods uh, in the minds of a listener. And laya is represented in different ways. You know, for example, if I uh, look at it just from the point of view of the, uh, you know, the percussion, the, the laya aspect, uh, if I say in aditala, if I take the example of aditala, I will say, ta din din na, ta din din na, ta din din na, 
ta din din na. So here the laya of the tala that I am putting and the laya of the syllable or the bowl or what we call a shul uh, that I am reciting is sinking. It's going hand in hand. The, so both the layas are matching. But there is a possibility ta din din na ta din din na ta din din na ta din din na. I can say that. So what I am doing, I am slightly altering the laya of my the, the, the syllables that I am reciting. The laya of the tala is constant. So there is a laya within the laya. So Mapadasadapamari that I am singing, I am squeezing it with, within two beats. So the laya of the tala is independent and there is a laya within the laya. The laya of what I am singing. So these kind of subtle uh, nuances, you know, intricacies is possible when you, you know, uh, play with the laya. So there is a laya in your rendition. So there is a particular way the, it, it goes, the movement. So this uh, dimension is altogether so dimension whole missing. missing, missing. It is not there in uh, the Western perspective at all. And the um, danger is that, you know, if you say laya is equal to rhythm, Rhythm is very gross, laya is highly subtle and as I said in Indian music the, what, uh, the, the musical aspect and the rhythmic aspect go hand in hand, they are seen as an integrated whole, they cannot be separated from each other, their melody is opposed to rhythm. So there is no question of this being opposed here, it is all together, together. integrated. But here I am not saying, um, I am not demeaning western music um, or saying that it is no good, it has its own beauty. I am um, in fact a great admirer of Western classical music myself. All I am saying is that their approach and their basic principles are quite different and they cannot be compared to our uh, music. Uh, so the problem is with uh, using a Western lens to understand Indian music, that's all. Western music as it is is a beautiful system, Indian music is unique. You understand Indian music the way it has to be understood and I will appreciate and understand your music the way it is.